Salutations and Ave. Welcome to Babylon Rising, a podcast about witchcraft, sexuality, and creativity. episode especially, I am very excited to get into this discussion. Oftentimes, in the intro of the show, I have a little tagline where I sort of uh, suggest the sort of realm of discussion of these episodes, and I often reference sexuality as being part of the Babylon Rising orbit, and I think this episode is definitely going to satisfy that aspect of the show because we're going to be discussing demons and sex. Ah, definitely a subject that I will have to return to multiple times. There's so much to discuss. There's so many aspects to this conversation uh, in terms of demons and sex in a spiritual context. Something that I just have to mention considering it is I would argue a large part of the Babylon Rising canon is that I often discuss the relationship between demons, fears, and desires. Now, I think if you sort of especially look at stories about demons and their acts and also how they interact with other humans, you will notice that oftentimes a theme that is caught right in the middle of fear and desire is often sex, sexuality, depraved sexual acts, alternative expressions of sexuality, alternative sexuality generally, and also pleasure. And these things, they're all sort of tangled up in the way society views or denigrates certain forms of sexual expression as being better or worse or degrading or moral. Um, Obviously, views about sexuality have changed a lot over the years. Uh, Like I've mentioned, I'm sort of, obviously, I'm sort of approaching this subject from a more contemporary perspective, Um, but it is interesting to think about the way that this association between demons and disparaged sexuality and sexual expression is still well and strong today, even though, you know, our perspectives on that matter is not exactly the same as um, in, you know, ye olden days. There is still a very strong association between demons and hell and queerness and homosexuality and uh, lesbians and any kind of, if you fall under the LGBTQ plus umbrella, there is a strong association between demonic plots and satanic conspiracies 
and demons are leading you sexually astray and tempting you with uh with the pleasures of same sex relationships and all that kind of stuff i definitely have spirit experienced personally that kind of spiritual abuse and it's very upsetting and traumatizing of course um and also a clear example of the way that demons to this day have this sort of stronghold they have a monopoly on uh interesting feelings people have i'll say about sex and sexuality oftentimes in you know stories you read about demons and interactions with demons especially if you are into sort of looking at uh witch hunting stories um you will see mentioned the the shameful kiss i can't remember the other name for it but this is the idea that upon initiation um into a pact with the devil um the potential witch must like walk backwards towards the devil and then turn around bow and then kiss the devil's asshole um and it's called the shameful kiss for a reason and it's like (sighs) you know just more of the indication that sexuality is very caught up in the profane uh, and it's that's very hard to get away from to this day. And that's something as practitioners, as magicians, as occultists, as witches, etc., we can take advantage of the same way that I discuss fear and anger and, um, you know, the things that people, the dark stuff, the dark aspects of people that nobody really likes to acknowledge um there is there can be a benefit to um sort of reclaiming alternative sexual expression and pleasure um and desire that is sort of i mean like i mentioned queer people are still looked down upon to this day even if people don't necessarily say it the same way they used to a lot of the same ideas persist and i i think at least in reclaiming our mundane sexual expressions um and of course that is i mean should be a human right to having healthy sexual expressions um but reclaiming that for ourselves is definitely i think in alignment with the messages that you will get from a lot of demons and i think that's kind of a beautiful thing you also have stories and also people practice this sort of magic today of um succubi and succubus this is not something i necessarily have the most experience with but it is definitely a thing succubi slash succubus are this creature that changes its gender slash sex in order to seduce either men or women so that this creature can this i don't know entity can 
take the sperm of human men and use it to uh, impregnate others and grow their demon horde, I guess, you know? There is this, like, very interesting, like, thread of sexuality and demons. Demons are always tempting you with the things you want, and a lot of times what people want is, like, sexual expression <laughs> more often than not now i think that we can sort of get more into the sort of spiritual the more spiritual i'll say end of this discussion which is that in contemporary uh practice with demons in magic and spirituality, uh, there are still people who um, sort of engage with spirits in a sexual manner, you know, not just the stuff of myths of succubus and succubi seducing people and stealing sperm, etc., but people who are trying to have powerful spiritual experiences with demons that also involves sex and sexuality. Sex isn't something exclusive to demons and demon magic, and people who do other types of spirit work or work with other types of entities also have their own sexual experiences. You know, look at UFO stories and people describing being anally penetrated. Not that that stuff is necessarily sexual, but I feel like it has the same type of disturbed, sort of repressed sexual desire that the stories of the shameful kiss have. That's just my opinion, though. Um, that That is to say that people incorporating sexuality and sexual expression into their spiritual practice isn't exclusive to uh like satanism or black magic or anything like that uh just throwing it out there um there is also the subject of sex magic which is something i discussed in one of the premier episodes of the show um where i talked about mostly sex magic as a tool in magic to be used and implemented and that usually involves um sort of contemplating your intention for your spell craft and magic um at the moment of orgasm and that orgasmic force being used to sort of propel the spell work into actuality, um, which is, like I've mentioned, a subject I've covered more in a previous episode. Now, I have to say that in terms of working with demons in general, when we're not discussing sex explicitly, working with demons can be a very, very sensual experience, something that can really play on the physical senses, feeling um, a breath against your ear or a tickle on your thigh, uh, hearing a voice in the distance, smelling a strange scent that you cannot quite explain where it's coming from, and 
all these things triggering certain emotions which um, play into the communication that you're having with these demonic forces. That is definitely one big reason why I don't think it is, I don't think people should consider it out of the realm of possibility that sex and pleasure um, can be a part of these types of practices if you want it to be. Um, sex in terms of in this spiritual context um, with demons can be not just a sort of I feel like that first episode I did on sex magic was not really it was very dispassionate in my memory at least I haven't listened to it in a while and the intensity of pleasure and sex whether you're doing some kind of sex magical practice that involves demons and also a sexual partner or it's some kind of self-pleasure exercise the intensity of whatever you're feeling in that moment can also be a very potent ingredient in the kind of spiritual transformation that demons can offer you I definitely think that in terms of these forces inspiring pleasurable and or sexual feelings in you as you work with them uh, can be another way that you can uh, work on your spiritual evolution. Not that it has to be. I think I will say here, I mean, I know I'm definitely more than a few minutes into this episode, but including demons and sex in this way does not have to be a part of your practice. And like I've mentioned, demons have an association with most forms of alternative sexuality, and that includes asexuality and demisexuality. And there's all sorts of strange, interesting stories about the ways that demons fuck or don't fuck or reproduce or don't reproduce or reproduce in this very strange you know unnatural way um so do keep that in mind always but in terms of um sexual experiences that you have um that sort of um what is the word i'm looking for that that come hand in hand, that's not the word I was looking for, but close enough, these type, like, having these pleasurable slash sexual experiences with these spirits is something that you can seek out if you want to, and it is totally a valid way of perpetuating your spiritual evolution. And also, it can be, like, fun, that too. Uh, no hate, appreciate. Huh. <sighs> Like I've said, sex and sexual pleasure is very intense and can be of great benefit to your spiritual practice. Um, doing an invocation that involves bringing yourself to climax um, is definitely a very powerful practice, I would say. Just like I said, it's a sort of... Um, 
what am I, what, uh, I'm just forgetting all my words tonight. It's probably because I'm very, very tired. But what I'm trying to say is that if you were to consider practicing something similar to this, I would recommend, um, I don't know what I would recommend. This is kind of a more advanced practice. Um, so I don't necessarily, I don't even know what I would recommend because I feel like once you get to the point in your practice where you are wanting to really actively explore a, like, incorporating sexuality and sexual experience with your work with demons, you're probably on a level where I trust your judgment on where to begin. Uh, but I know personally where I began was with um, invocation, especially if you're invoking someone who has a very, I mean, most demons are associated with sex and sexuality. If you're invoking someone who is very explicitly and specifically associated with sexuality and sexual pleasure, um, doing an invocation of them, um, where you, that involves you bringing yourself to climax is a very powerful idea. I'm not going to say good idea because I honestly don't think most of spirituality is a good idea. <laughs> Uh, that's me being a little bit cheeky, but, you know, I have to throw in my little thing there about being safe and safety, um, and spiritual, physical, emotional safety. Very important. So there's that. There's also, you know, there might be times in ritual space where you sort of, you might sort of free flowingly feel, feel sexual feelings or sexual impulses in a ritual that may lead you to act on that in this ritual context. That's definitely a thing. I'm someone who the first few times I perform a ritual, it's very loose, loosely defined and very like go with the flow. I go with how I feel. Um, and if you also perform rituals like that every once in a while, or who knows, I don't really know the specific context of your spiritual practice, but um, I've, I find that leaving space for the unexpected in your rituals can also be very fruitful and that can also lead to through your communication with the demon that you are communicating with, um, you might come to the conclusion along with the spirit that um, this ritual should take a sexual direction and that can be for any number of reasons the relationship you have with a given demon is yours um and i'm sure it's very private this is a very private personal subject for i think a lot of people i think for most people um and yet here i am with a podcast about the subject <laughs> um so, you know, what does that say about me? That I'm a huge exhibitionist. That's what it says about me. I'm a spiritual exhibitionist. I sort of have this strange desire to um, discuss my own spiritual experiences in a disturbingly intimate manner. <laughs> in my experience, I've had, I've had experiences either way where um, 
sexual pleasure and orgasm was meant to be an explicit and planned part of a ritual and also experiences where sort of things sort of went very go with the flow and ended up in that way. I I won't speak to other types of spiritual practices like I don't I don't necessarily know how appropriate it is to be horny for Odin like don't ask me cuz I don't know. <laughs> but I think especially when you're working with demons and they inspire these sort of powerful feelings within us it's always it's more often than not i'll say worth exploring whether those feelings are like fear or anger or whatever like in our work with them because i think it's important to keep in mind why you are working with these spirits in working with them they might inspire very intense feelings and emotions and some of that might be sexual pleasure or sexual desire um and i think people should feel free to explore that at least when you're working with demons like i said i don't know how appropriate it is to be horny for uh horus like (laughs) don't at me like i don't know nothing about those lifestyles but i think here you know in my lane let me and my lane is demons I think it is entirely sort of, I would almost say, like, if I was feeling dramatic, which I usually am, I would say that's kind of the point to explore these difficult and forgotten, like, ways. And if that involves you sort of having a sexual experience with a demon on the astral plane, or in your ritual space, or through a planned delineated ritual, I think we should feel free to explore that if we feel comfortable doing so, if we would like to do so. Um, (sighs) I'm feeling kind of out of breath. I will say this, that in my experience, I think this is sort of tangentially related in that I was performing a ritual that involved orgasm and it was sort of a more freeform ritual. <laughs> I feel like that might give you the wrong impression. Like I was just, you know, getting off and then decided it was a ritual, which that would be fine. Like if you did that, sure. Like I'm a chaos magician. I believe in doing what works first and foremost, but no, it was an actual ritual. I was at my altar. I had a specific goal in mind. It just wasn't that clearly delineated. And I inadvertently evoked a spirit like through just like what i was doing and saying and also this extra volatile ingredient of uh sexual pleasure and orgasm very interesting experience um i just was like having these sort of weird visionary experiences that were not the main point of the ritual and i got the sense that um it was another spirit trying that like sort of was sort of responding to the inadvertent call that i made very dangerous don't accidentally summon spirits generally you generally don't want to do that unless you have a bit more experience and are uh, more spiritually shielded so that like random like bullshit doesn't pop up like if something inadvertently pops up and it's like great and like fruitful to your life that's great but like you don't want random bullshit that like drives you 
off the deep end and then you get lost in the sauce and then you end up as one of our fallen (laughs) brethren who like lose their mind doing magic not that i'm judging because i i had my own week from hell where i was losing my gosh darn mind but like I said, I have to reiterate to be safe because the same way that I often discuss belief as a volatile substance that you need to have, you know, your wits about you when you are interacting with it because it can lead to destructive tendencies if you are not careful. I feel the same way about uh, sexual pleasure. I mean, not to say that like you shouldn't enjoy sexual pleasure or use it in your rituals but the sort of intensity that comes with mixing spiritual practice and also sexual practice can be very emotionally uh mentally overwhelming um and can lead to like like anything else you know that is spiritual in nature can lead to you getting lost in the sauce if you are not careful. And I just want everyone to be safe and have a good, pleasurable, fun time. Uh, I don't understand. I mean, I was about to say that I don't understand why people have generally adverse reactions to this subject of like sort of spirits slash demons like I mean generally not specifically demons but in general the subject of spiritual entities plus human sexual expression because as far as I'm concerned not only is it not a new thing but even if it was like it seems like a good idea to me but like in terms of specifically with demons of course that makes perfect sense to me when you think about demons as more often than not, a reflection of sort of the darkness that we humans also have within us and the darkness that covers some of our desires and some of our fears. And like I said, sexuality is very caught up in both fear and desire. It's something a lot of people want and a lot of people refuse to face that fact and it breeds a lot of fear and misunderstanding and also abuse um i kind of did not want to get into this episode like like what can be sort of called a healing aspect of this practice which is that if you are working on um sort of living a healthier version of your sexuality and you do that in a way that involves demons and sexual practice that again can be very intense especially if what you're working through involves um very intense repression or past spiritual abuse or past sexual abuse this is all very intense (laughs) sorry my chest hurt for a second like this can be a very intense practice i feel like maybe I feel like I'm repeating myself, but in a silly way, but I mean that to be serious. Um, It can also be, as much as it can be intense and potentially triggering or dangerous to people, it can also be a very rewarding experience in terms of your, um, you know, your spiritual evolution and also the way that that sort of emanates out into your mundane life and the way that that this kind of stuff that sort of 
the risk reward we're always balancing as practitioners is a sort of risk reward you know spiritual practice especially this type of intense spiritual practice is always going to be risky with potential dangers but it's important to keep in mind the potential great benefits to ourselves and our relationships and our practices if we sort of experiment and get creative um like like i mentioned you can incorporate a ritual where part of the invocation involves you reaching climax as that is a very intense spiritual energy that you can take advantage of um there are also times where if you allow it you can feel sort of sexual inspiration amidst your ritual space and to decide to move the ritual in that direction um even if that isn't necessarily where you specifically intended to go um there is the question of this kind of practice but involving a a sexual partner um or self-pleasure like although i will i will quickly mention you don't want to i mean i would say as a general rule you do not want to be doing strange occult rituals on people amidst a shared sexual experience when they are not aware and consenting to that type of practice that's what i'm gonna say and i think that is a good guiding principle to have uh don't be summoning people summoning demons in other people's beds like don't be reckless i mean also it's still mostly covid time so you probably are not gonna be like all up in with other human sexual partners that's another interesting thing to consider i wonder if more people are experimenting with uh sexual relationships with spirits and demons because it's more difficult to hook up with like other live human people i don't know that's just interesting to consider i think that's going to be it for this episode of the show we have finally reached the end of this episode of the show if you have any questions or concerns do feel free to email me at babylonrisingpodcast at gmail.com or find me on instagram where i basically live my instagram page is called venus.libitina and both of those both my instagram and email are always linked in the episode description if you can and if you're feeling generous please feel free to support the show by either donating three dollars a month to the patreon the podcast patreon at patreon.com forward slash babylon rising or instead by leaving a rating and review on itunes leaving ratings and reviews are one of the best like non-monetary ways to support the show and both types of support keep babylon rising on the net all that information and more are always linked below in the episode show notes so feel free to check those out if you're interested until next time Ave Babylon.